Welcome to another Take Note podcast, episode 92. My name is Chris Harper. This podcast is based on the Take Note radio program, which is heard weekdays on Harvest Family Radio Guam. On that program, we discuss a theme or topic from the Word of God between songs. In this podcast version, we provide you about a 10-minute recap of one of our favorite recent programs, minus the music. Today, we want to ask you to take note of a topic rather than a passage of Scripture, and the topic of the day is exhort. It will be a bit of a word study. We'll define and describe this word, which is one we often hear in the New Testament, and we'll examine this word exhort based on its biblical definition, use Bible examples of exhortation, and perhaps exhort one another to be exhorters. The place where we begin our discussion of exhortation will be Acts 27. Now, there are three general understandings of the word exhort in the New Testament scriptures. The first is to call to one side, to urge one to pursue a course of action. The second is to speak near, to advise, warn, admonish. The third is to impel morally, to urge forward, to encourage. And so with these three uses, these three definitions in mind, let's try to sum up the word. To exhort is to call someone to your side, to advise them, so they can be propelled forward. We find an example in Acts 27, 21 through 25. I'll explain the example after we read it. But after long abstinence, Paul stood forth in the midst of them and said, Sirs, ye should have hearkened unto me, and not have loosed from Crete, and to have gained this harm and loss. And now I exhort you to be of good cheer, for there shall be no loss of any man's life among you, but of the ship. For there stood by me this night the angel of God, whose I am and whom I serve, saying, Fear not, Paul, thou must be brought before Caesar, and lo, God hath given thee all them that sail with thee. Wherefore, sirs, be of good cheer, for I believe God, that it shall be even as it was told me. Now, Paul is on his way to Rome as a prisoner, and those aboard are in the midst of a storm, and they've tried many things to either avoid or fight the storm. And after a long pause, Paul speaks up, and he exhorts them. That particular usage means to advise or to admonish. There's good news and bad news in this exhortation. The bad news is you should have listened to me. And here's where they should have listened to him in chapter 27, verse 9 and 10. Now, when much time was spent and when sailing was now dangerous because the fast was now already passed, Paul admonished them and said unto them, Sirs, I perceive that this voyage will be with hurt and much damage, not only of the lading and ship, but also of our lives. And so he says, when I said that, you should have listened to me. But he also gives them, in addition to that bad news, some good news. 
there will be no loss of life. So Paul's message was straightforward, but it was also a comfort when he said, be of good cheer. Now their good cheer did not prevent or take away or even lessen the impact of the storm, but it pointed their attention to God because it was based on Paul's belief in God when he told them in verse 25, for I believe God and it shall be even as it was told me. He urged them forward in perfect accord with our definition of the word exhort today. There's another example that can be found in Acts 14, 21 through 23. And when they had preached the gospel to that city and had taught many, they returned again to Lystra and to Iconium and to Antioch, confirming the souls of the disciples and exhorting them to continue in the faith and that we must, through much tribulation, enter into the kingdom of God. And when they had ordained them elders in every church and had prayed with fasting, they commended them to the Lord on whom they had believed. So after the gospel was presented to the believers and they were strengthened by these missionaries, they were also exhorted. Paul and Barnabas called them to their sides. They presented a future ministry that would include much tribulation, but both those doing the exhorting and those being exhorted trusted God. And the proof of this is their ordination. They intended to continue in the ministry despite the difficulty. Paul and Barnabas would certainly also continue in their ministry. And so we find some good and bad, some positive and negative in this exhortation as well. The negative is you will go through much tribulation. But the positive is they had been strengthened to make it through that tribulation. This is verse 22 in the ESV, strengthening the souls of the disciples encouraging them to continue in the faith and saying that through many tribulations, we must enter into the kingdom of God. They would go through tribulations, no doubt, but they had been strengthened as much as possible and they were left in the hands of God. And so this exhortation concluded with much unity in Christ, in their praying and in their fasting. Hebrews 10, 23 through 25 makes things clear on the topic of exhortation as we continue. Verse 23, let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering, for he is faithful that promised. And let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good works, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another and so much the more as ye see the day approaching. Consider one another, this passage urges. We together must hold fast, and we must not waver, because we are facing together some difficult days, and we have a responsibility to stir one another up as we meet together, and this is a requirement, by the way, and in the times that we do, we're to exhort one another. And we're also to do it more and more. We have example and we have instruction about exhortation in the scriptures. Remember our definition of the word? 
To exhort is to call someone to your side, to advise them so they can be propelled forward. This is one of the tools that God uses to perfect his church, to mold us into the people that he intends for us to be. We both need exhortation and we need to exhort others. The scripture should always be our guide and the Holy Spirit must empower us. But we must go forward, exhorting and accepting exhortation, for we need to grow stronger in him. Well, you've been listening to the Take Note podcast. These few minutes together are brought to you by Harvest Ministries and KHMG on Guam. Our website is khmg.org, khmg.org. In every episode, we ask you to take note of a theme or topic from the Word of God. My name is Chris Harper. Thanks for listening.